It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Erin's at the Eating Disorder Centre in Cork. Erin, good morning. Good morning. Are they the first platform to do it? That I know of, they are, for sure. But it's a welcome uh, change. You know, we all need to change the way we think and how we view social media and our choices. Mm. Um, So, um, welcome and good morning and thank you for having me on. Delighted. Pinterest, of course, is photograph-based. Yes. And and that's the key here. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I suppose there's a lot of controversy at at the moment around TikTok. TikTok um, would have... You see, the thing with eating disorders is shame. You know, a lot of people come to us full of shame. Um, They've been shamed by, you know, they take on the shame themselves. But social media, um, clothing stores, um, you know, sizes in clothing stores. There's so many things that can shame somebody with an eating disorder. Um, but social media would be very t- quite high in the list. Yeah. The, the head of content is someone called Aya Kanai. I hope I have the name right. But they will now prohibit ads that have anything to do with discussing weight loss, that mention BRI, BMI, show yeah. before and after imagery, or any yeah. imagery that idealizes certain body types and features. How important is that for... It's very important. Now, you know, like... I'm a person too, and I must admit, when I see Love Island and I could see all the contestants coming out and, you know, with different surgeries done, I was very tempted to go on and look for before and after photos of them. But that would really be inappropriate because um, it would be shaming, you know? Mm. Um, So anything that brings shame on a person, really, we have to take another look at it and see is it appropriate or not. and th- that would be the number one thing that we would have here is shame. And mm. our clients would suffer with shame and isolation. Then the shame would lead to isolation. And yeah. it would stop somebody from reaching out and getting help. Yeah, Like if help. someone comes is scrolling through whatever platform, uh, someone's vulnerable and they're f- scrolling through a platform and they see an ad or they see a set of photographs, what... What does it do to them inside? What emotion does it trigger? Do you know, um, I actually had a client this morning and I asked him and I said to him, I'm, I'm speaking today on the radio, can you tell me what this um, brings up for you? 
And he immediately said, um, in my stomach, I feel sick because I feel like it's all about me, that they're talking about me and the shame is all about me. And if somebody posts it on, I'm afraid that people are talking about me, you know, um, because because of the shame, you know, uh, based around it. So he said to me, it's about time and I wish the others would do it too. Yeah. So that's coming from the horse's mouth this morning, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they see something, yeah, even though it's not aimed directly at them, they internalize it. That's it. And that's part of the disorder, correct? Yeah, that's part of the disorder. You know, it is. Um, it's it's a very secretive disorder. You know, you could in in a person who is atypical anorexia, they might be normal weight or they might be even slightly overweight. Now I mean atypical anorexia. There's so many types of eating disorders out there. You could be, your neighbour could have an eating disorder and you may never know. You know, they're very easy to disguise. They're very secretive. Um, So that's where the shame comes in and the fear and, um, and, and the isolation. And it could stop that person from reaching out, you know, to get help because they're so shameful and fearful. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of stuff out there these days that, that whether intentionally or not, it triggers negative emotions. Like the, the body positivity movement is another yes. one. Do you know, yes. they're saying love the skin you're in regardless. But but that can stress people out if they want to change for themselves and can't. I think so too. You know, I think we're all different. We all have different triggers. We all have different things that upset us. Um you know, I think anything too extreme it, it can be bad, be it, you know, body shaming. Now, at the moment, it's all exercise and healthy living. And that can stress people out, too, you know. I mean, a lot of people like to have a takeaway at the weekend. And that could, you know, um, you know, their children, after watching so much social media or, or whatever, they could say, look, we can't have the takeaway on a Friday night anymore because it's not good for us. It's not healthy. And then that's, that can lead to an eating disorder as well, you know? Really? So it's balance. It's balance. It's a very, you know? very delicate balance by the sound yes. of it, Erin. Do you know? It's a very delicate balance. You know, I mean, like a simple comment. Like, we, we all do need to be so careful, don't we? Because we might have said in, in an earlier point in our lives, we might have said, Asher, what harm is it if I say, Asher, you're beautiful. What what would you want to be losing weight for? It I sounds know. like a harmless compliment, but it's not. I know. I know. And you know, like even the older generation, like we've we've come so far with being very politically correct around, you know, people's different sexuality and their preferences. Why not about bodies and shape? You know, it's about time, really, we became a lot more compassionate and and kinder to people, mm. you know? Maybe it's not even politically correctness or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's a case that we now know through research yes. into eating disorders of many kinds. We, we now know that the most innocent-sounding comment can actually be internalised by a person who's vulnerable and send them off on a whole spiral of behaviour. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And we saw that over lockdown. I mean, yeah. lockdown affected us all in different ways. You know, it was very, um, 
it, we had no warning. It just came and we all, were all affected differently. But uh, the eating disorders, I mean, it's proven out there. All the eating disorder clinics, ours has, uh, our intake has riven, uh, risen by, oh my God, our phone is constantly hopping. We could have about 400% increase in our intake, I'd say, since mm. COVID started. And why is it that, Erin, do you think? I think, I think <laughs> social media... Um, TV, schools, it was all about exercise and healthy eating, you know, baking your sourdough bread, um, you know, everything starts to focus on on, um, food, really, and exercise, you know. Um, and it, it went the opposite way. Because we're told that these far. are all positive things, that good food and good exercise are good for us. But, but it's not they as are. simple as that, is we it? We have to live too. You yeah. know, we have to have an enjoyable life. Mm. So anything to extreme is bad, you know. Any Anything that would... We, we've got a lot of people now coming in with... Um, you know, clean, clean eating. They're very, yeah. yes. So no additives, no sugars, no nothing, you know, which works for some people, but it's a bit extreme for the ordinary. For me, I would find it very extreme. So just say I wanted to have, you know, a treat at the weekend, that would mean no. I'd find that very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody told me to do it, I would be afraid to go back to that person and say, look, I found that hard to do. You know, and that would bring shame on me. And then, you know, so people were going, there were young kids going back to the schools and they were like saying, you know, but they weren't admitting, um, maybe we do get a takeaway on a Friday night. Maybe I have, you know, um, an odd ice cream cone or something like that, you know. And yeah, um, yeah. there is, there's a lot to be said for it, our awareness around healthy food and healthy living. But it's the extreme, it's the extremities, really, you know. Yeah, and of course, something else too within lockdown is that when they were living at home on their own, people were able to control and hide yes. their disorder. They can't now. I know, and we had a lot of young people that had to go back to live with their parents um, for a year or for for how many months it took, and um, everything kind of became apparent. The parents said they didn't know this was going on. So in some ways, it brought families together and, you know, maybe these things were highlighted and and some of our clients got to recover because of that. Mm. You know, so it had its pluses, shall we say. Erin, mm. how might we know that a loved one is struggling? Because it's not something, at least in the early stages, that manifest itself in something we can see. How how might we know that, that a loved one was struggling? I got this very good um, thing from the internet from one of the, the UK sites and I'm going to call it out because I haven't heard of anything sure. more, more kind of catchy and, um, and that made more sense to me anyhow. So eating disorders know the signs. Um, it said lips, they're obsessive about food. Flips, is their cha- behavior changing? Lips, hips. flips. Yep, hips. Hip. Do they have, and then hips is next. Right. Do they have distorted beliefs about their body size? Kips, K-I-P-S is next. Mm-hmm. Are they often tired or struggling to concentrate? Right. Nips, do they disappear into the toilet after meals? And then skips, have they started exercising excessively? 
Very good. Where might we find that so that I can read it out some more? You know what? I'll put that up on our website, will I? Do that. I'll put it up on our social media. That'd be great. That'd be great, Um, and we'll we'll share it because that sounds that sounds really good. Yeah, and and I'll um I'll put in the 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 um the the site I got it from because uh, recognition to them. It was just a very simple, clear way, and I just found that very good. You know, you might Um, you might tag us in it, and then we can we can uh, we can read it out. Thanks very much, Erin. That's great. That's Erin from the Eating Disorder Centre, Cork. Cork's ninety six FM.